Welcome, I'm Mark Brickler, and I'm thrilled to share with you living words from the Gospel of John. Bible's alive, and when Jesus illumines scripture, it's doubly alive to our hearts and our lives, just like he did on the Emmaus Road with the disciples. So let's invite Jesus to come do that with John chapter 4 as we uh, explore chapter 4, the first half of chapter 4 together. <clears throat> so... This is a story of the Samaritan woman, Jesus and, and the woman from Samaria. Therefore, when the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus was making and baptizing more disciples than John, although Jesus himself was not baptizing, but his disciples were, then he left Judea and went away into Galilee. It's interesting that over and over in the book of John, we're going to see Jesus slipping up slipping away into the shadows when he knew it wasn't his time to, to die. Uh, and rather than get into a really big brawl, he would just slip away, which lets me know it's okay for you and I to do that also. <clears throat> and he had to pass through Samaria. So he came to the city of Samaria called Sychar, near the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son, Joseph. <clears throat> And Joseph's well was there. So Jesus, being wearied from his journey, was sitting by the well, and it was about the sixth hour. And a woman of Samaria came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away to the city to buy food. Therefore the Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask me for a drink, since I'm a Samaritan woman? Or Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Sounds like some prejudice. And Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who it was who says to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Interesting phrase. <clears throat> she said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. How are you going to get that living water? You're not greater than our father Jacob, are you? Who gave us this well and drank of it himself and his sons and his cattle? Jesus answered and said to her, everyone who drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I give them will never thirst. But the water that I give them will become a well of water springing up to eternal life. The woman said to him, sir, give me this water so I will not be thirsty, nor have to come all the way here to draw. He said to her, go call your husband and come here. The woman, the woman answered him, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you've correctly said I have no husband. For you've had five husbands and the one you now have is not your husband. This you have said truly. <laughs> And the woman said to him, sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. <laughs> okay, so just one of the things that I would love to explore is that phrase living water, because John's, John's going to talk about it some more. In John chapter 7, we're going to run into it. But uh, how about if we just go to the top uh, left corner and, and click on Bible, then click on search where we can do a word search. How about if we just type in living water? <clears throat> And there's a few verses here in Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 2, okay? 
For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, to hew out for themselves cisterns. More than that, they're broken cisterns. They can hold no water. So there's a verse in the Old Testament about living water versus a cistern. Now, we had cisterns on our farm, which we collect water off the roof, and then we would have that to drink for several weeks between rainstorms and our when our wells got low. So I understand a cistern that's storing up some provision for tomorrow, right? And um, another verse here in Jeremiah 17, 13, O Lord, hope of Israel, all who forsake you will be put to shame. Those who turn away on earth will be written down because they have forsaken the fountain of living water, even the Lord. <clears throat> and then of course, we have this John chapter four, I would have given you living water that we just read. <clears throat> and then John chapter seven, he who believes in me, as the scripture said, from his innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. How about if we just do one more search here? Just, just for water. Because I know in the book of Revelation, we're, we're going to find some verses at the end of the Revelation that deal with water too. So let's just take a look at what they are. Revelation. We'll start with 21. Chapter 21. He said, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give to the one who thirsts from the spring of water of life without cost. Then he showed me a river of water of life, clear as crystal, coming from the throne of God and of the Lamb. The Spirit and the Bride say, come. Let the one who hears say, come. Let him who is thirsty come. Let the one who wishes to take the water of life without cost. So we have living water and water of life coming from the throne of God. <clears throat> and this is such an important concept because I, the water of life is a stream. It's the, I believe it's the Holy Spirit, the revelation of the Holy Spirit. It's flowing from God's throne into our hearts. When we receive the Holy Spirit, that spirit flows within, bubbles up within us on a daily basis. Um, and spirit leads us to all truth. Spirit gives us the voice of the Father, uh, gives us a voice of the wonderful counselor that becomes life to us every single day, living water to us every day. I find I can journal every single morning and, and receive from that river of life every single day. Uh, simple words, <laughs> simple words, but they're life-giving words. They build faith, hope, love, joy, and peace, which is what I'm designed to run on. So I love this living water. I love it's available as a stream within me out of my innermost being shall flow. Rivers of living water. This he spoke of the spirit, which we now have the spirit. It's a flow of living water. When God was giving them manna every day in the wilderness, he told them, you know, don't store it up on overnight because I'm going to give you fresh every day. And on the weekend, on Sunday, yes, you can store it up for the middle of Saturday, the Sabbath, the uh, I'll let it last one, one extra day so you don't have to go out and work on the Sabbath. But other than that, I'm, I'm going to give you fresh every day. And when they tried to store it up because uh, it spoiled it. And, you know, I think in my younger Christian life, I probably did that. Okay, I mean, go to a big concert or go to a big rally or a big Jesus festival and, 
and really get charged up and hope that that charge can last for a few weeks or a month or so. And But what I find is I need a charge from Jesus, a living water, every single day. It's pretty hard to store it up. And the beautiful thing is, through two-way journaling, just quieting myself down, fixing Jesus, picturing Jesus in my right hand, tuning the flow and writing, I can get words of life, living water, stream of life, stream of living water, flowing within me every single day, and so can you, <laughs> which is so fascinating, so exciting. So I don't want to do a cistern, a broken cistern, where I try to store up the glory of God. I just want to get new glory every single day. I don't want to have to go to a prophet once or twice a year. To, you know, I want to be able to get a prophetic word every single day myself. And I want you to be able to do the same thing also. So how about if we do some journaling? I did some journaling here, and we're going to go to the bottom right corner and take a look at some of the journaling. You can ask the Lord the same questions. Or you can ask him different questions. This is from chapter 4, verses 1 through 19. Lord, I enter your gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I enter your courts with praise. Lord, what do you want to speak to me concerning the river which flows within? Mark, there is a river that flows from my throne. It's the river of my spirit which releases my life to you and through you to others. It's a spring that springs up inside of you continuously. You are to live from this bubbling spring. My living water cannot be stored up. It must be accessed at each moment. Storing it up is putting it into a broken cistern. It's like taking my daily manna and trying to keep it overnight. It does not work. My mercies are new every morning. My flow within you Every it is new every morning. Tune to it in the morning. Tune to it all day long. Tune to it as retire and go to bed. Abide in my river of life. Abide in my flow. This is the heart of your message on communion with God. You are seeing it once again. This daily communion was with was with Adam and Eve as I walked with him. Therefore, you can see it. From Genesis to Revelation, can I make it any plainer? <laughs> he wants to take a walk with us every day and talk with us. Can I make it any plainer? Second question, Lord, what do you want to speak to me concerning my everyday encounters with people? Because he had a pretty cool everyday encounter with a Samaritan woman. Mark, you see my conversation came from everyday needs. In addition to listening to the Woman, speak with me. I listened to God speaking to me. I brought the two of these together by sharing a word of knowledge with her. I did not tell her I was a prophet or that this was a word of knowledge. I let her tell me that I was a prophet and this was a word of knowledge about her. That's a cool distinction. <clears throat> this is a pattern I would have you use as you speak with people. And a third journaling question I asked the Lord. Lord, I noticed that when you knew that the Pharisees knew you were baptizing more disciples than John was, that you left the region. Can you speak to me about this? Mark, it was not my time to be revealed to the Pharisees. I knew that, so I avoided a confrontation by leaving the area. Know when it is your time to stand and fight and give your life and when it is not. 
I hid from the Pharisees on several occasions because it was not yet my time to lay down my life. You are to know what your call is and when it is time to lay down your life. Avoid fights which are not yours to fight. Follow my leading and I will tell you when to step aside and when to engage. It's all about fulfilling your destiny, which God has laid upon your life. <clears throat> okay, so let me just go back and review those three questions in case you want to jot them down to answer the same questions. And we will make these available in a file that you can access also. <clears throat> well, first question here was, Lord, what do you want to speak to me about the river, that river that flows within me? <clears throat> The river that flows within me. Lord, what do you want to say about the river that flows within me? Second question. <clears throat> Lord, what do you want to speak to me concerning my everyday encounters with people? <laughs> and how, how can I take these everyday encounters and bring wisdom and your counsel into them? <clears throat> and this third question. Uh, Lord, when can I, what do you want to say to me about time is that I should step away from the fight and just step out of the fight because it's not my fight, it's not my time because <clears throat> man, there's a lot of different fights we can get involved in a lot of different evil <clears throat> that we can confront and um, we need the Lord's leading as to which evil we're to confront and what fight is our fight and everyone's God's called every one of us to a different specific ministry. So I don't need to follow anybody else's ministry to find, figure out what I'm supposed to do. I just need to listen to God and uh, find out what I'm supposed to do as I listen to God. <clears throat> All right. So those are great questions from the first uh, half of John chapter four. Why don't you journal? Ask the Lord what he wants to speak to you from, from those verses that we read. And then come back again, and we will do another session. Each of these sessions can be a daily devotional for you in your life, which is kind of the way we have set these up. So God bless you. This is Mark Herkler, signing up.